downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. That was Welcome to Our House with Jamie Arroyo, and this is Not the Right Song. Oh, yeah. Oh, neither is this. We're off to a great start, everybody. Here we go. And this is Art. Art? Star. Star! Theme. Radio. Radio! On radio. On radio? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arkstar Team Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. With us in the studio, Juno Tempest. Hi. And you like to refer to as DJ Defiance all my life. That's what DJ they called me at birth Defiance. when everyone went back, kids. I came out feet first. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We're going to get right into it. So, um, last week, uh, Catherine brought this fake collection notice. Yes. Total fucking fraud. You have it, right? Yeah, I have it. Perfect. Of course, it's on the floor. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? So, here, comes the next. So, last week I called and I pretended to be, like, super nervous and scared. This week I'm calling as Arthur Pennyworth. And uh, that I am very, very wealthy, and that instead of the $6,000 that they are offering, I'm going to pay the entire $19,000, and uh, you'll figure it out from there. I think this is going to be fun. So do you want to give them a little backstory on the scammy scam? Yeah, go ahead. So it came in very official lettering, uh, letterhead, like it looked like, you know, some government shit, like, you know, uh, it even says how official it is. But it's clearly a scam. I think, right? Do you guys want to look at it? Yeah, I see it a little oh, bit. Oh, it's definitely a scam. I mean, what was his name? Siberius? Quinteris? Wow. It was very interesting. Am I in on this one, or is it just you this time? I think it's going to be just me. Okay. Thank you for calling. This call may be recorded for quality control. Yep. Oh, yes, it is. Thank you for calling. All calls will be recorded for quality assurance purposes. A live team member will be with you momentarily. As opposed to a dead team member? (laughs) Hello, this is Kirsten. May I please have the case ID or processing number from the notification that you received? Kirsten, hello. This is Arthur Pennyworth. How are you this evening? Doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing quite well. I just got back from England. I was Sir Arthur Pennyworth, but there was an unfortunate incident involving a bucket of Bosco, and I lost my knighthood. I came back to America, and my uh, assistant and fluffer, Chad Bonner, gave me this notice saying that I have this debt of $19,236, and that you would reduce it to 6730 $2. Let me tell you something. A Pennyworth pays his debts. I would like to pay the full amount. And I would like to also have $500 earmarked for you. If you'd give me your full name, I can make sure okay, that you sir, get so that can money. Can I help you? Or can I help you get in contact with somebody? Or what was the plan? I'm here? calling because I want to pay the debt. 
I have lots of money. Okay, so you have reached the overflow service. I don't have access to see what money is showing you're owed, and I don't see what company sent you the letter at. But if you'd like, I can go ahead and take your processing number and some information and have someone well, call you back when so they're available. Don't go so quickly. You Americans are so quick to rush. Let me tell you, I have holdings in the North Kensington Merkin School of Music, the Ape Wellington okay, Chamber so, sir, Orchestra, like the Chazarding School. Listen to me, please. I have lots of money, but I don't have a lot of time. The Muddy Puppy okay, Dog so Training Academy. Let's go ahead and get this the Rosebud Alliance. So I can get the call finished for you. Pink Socks for the Homeless. Oh, by the way, the North Kensington right, American School of Music. Had uh, many, too many rusty trombones. How did we waiting for a supervisor? Yeah, we'll, we'll, wait, we'll wait for the fucking supervisor. We gotta see this through. Yeah, we gotta Imagine see this through. Real. The end. You think it's a scam? <laughs> Oh, I know it's a scam. It's yeah. in the fine print. It says in the fine print. Let me turn this down a bit. It doesn't look like very official letterhead. No, it says in the fine print that um, that any financial information contained herein is for example purposes only and does not reflect any actual debt you may or may not owe. Oh my god. Yeah, it's clearly a fucking scam. My friend fell for one of these, actually. And really? I don't mean me by my friend. Catherine knows I recently also <laughs> fell for a phone scam, which is why I'm clarifying this. Yeah. Okay, well, while we're waiting for the uh, for the supervisor, which I will certainly have a lot of fun with as Sir Arthur Pennyworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, formerly Sir Arthur Pennyworth. Right, yeah, the Bosco. The, the Bosco unfortunate incident. Existent in, <laughs> incident involving the bucket of Bosco. Uh, so, Melissa, you had your first show on Radio Free Brooklyn. How did it go? I did. No one died. Strong, strong benefit. You know, That's good. I did not break the arm that I know of. It looks stable now, but I also still did not break it. Although I can't use this one, so that's good. Went well. I went two minutes over, which is Here, let's just about right. Stop yeah, that. You went that two way. minutes over. How does that work? I planned my show, and then I forgot that I can't shut my big mouth for more than two seconds. So I talked through too much of it, and then I was left with like two minutes of music and no minute of show, which was sad. But you'll get to hear it next week, if or this week, if you tune in tomorrow at 8 p.m. Wait, but, but how do you go over? I mean, doesn't it get cut off? Meaning oh, yeah, it cut, cut me off. Oh, you, oh, you got but cut I off. But I mean, like, I used to, when I did college radio, I would just, ooh, the music switched for a second there. When I did college radio, I would just keep going, and everyone would just wait. Because that was kind of the rule of college radio. Like, you weren't really going to interrupt someone mid-song unless it was, like, life or death. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and then I got caught off, obviously, by, like, the pre-recorded stuff. So I was like, oh, it's over. I can't just keep going. And I could not just keep going. <laughs> you learned a hard lesson. It did. And uh, let's, uh, I usually do this at the end of the show, but uh, the when, the the date and time of your show? It will be tomorrow and all Sundays, except for ones that, do not exist or in case of emergency probably uh, <laughs> at 8 p.m. Yes, I cancel Sundays occasionally. I'm like, fuck it. There's already six days of the week. Who needs the seventh, really? Yeah. Um, Sunday is at 8 p.m. here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Up yours! A punk show with femme and non-binary musicians, a lot of yelling, and some cool other stuff. And we're going to be getting back to that in in a moment. Juno, how's your open mic going? Um, it was our second anniversary show. That's it went right. really well, except the bartender decided to get a little um a little salty with me. Um and come out from behind the bar when I made a joke about going over time because the normal bartender wasn't there. And he didn't take too kindly to that. So 
a cis gay man decided to yell over me at my own show. At your own show. At my own show. The only trans open mic ever. Uh, to have, go- have gone two years, I guess. I don't know. I don't look these things up. I just say them. <laughs> um, it's it's Brooklyn's only trans open mic every first Tuesday at Metropolitan Bar called Genre Reassignment. And yeah, the bartender um, just decided that he was going to speak over me, yell at me while I was on stage. And rather than like challenge him back, um, I was just like, oh, I mean, I will go according to time, just like I always do with Daniel. Whoa. Um, Which is total bullshit because like the next show doesn't start until like 10 Mm -hmm. and it's karaoke (laughs) and it usually doesn't start. Thank you so much for your patience. My name is Erin. I'm a supervisor here. How how can I help you? Well, I don't really know why I was sent to a supervisor. My name is Arthur Pennyworth. Believe me, I'm worth way more than a penny. And I was calling in reference okay. to a letter that I received about a debt. And that there was a reduction of debt, but a penny worth pays his bills. I would like to pay the entire amount. I have uh, lots of money. I have a controlling interest in Johnson's Baby Oil, the KY Jelly Corporation, Rush Liquid Mr. Incense, Pennyworth? which are selling 200,000 bottles a week. I have many stocks in various tech industries, and I am the sole proprietor of the LGBT-friendly tavern, The Velvet Spike. Mr. Pen- Mr. Pennyworth? Yes. Um, sorry about that. Hi. Um, well, good for you. That sounds wonderful. Uh, however, we can't tend payment at this line. May I have the case ID or uh, file number that's you most on your letter? Cer- you most certainly can. But first, I'd like to ask one question about some of the fine print here. It says, any financial information contained herein is for example purposes only and does not reflect any actual debt you may or may not owe. So the truth is, this is a fucking scam. And the other truth is, I'm not Arthur Pennyworth. You are on Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. We like to expose scammers. How do you feel about working for a company that rips people off? Well, thank you so much for calling and you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. Figured that would be your answer. Really? <laughs> That's it? Really? You don't have anything to say? <laughs> like, we're not scamming anybody? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> really? We, why Why would you hang up? Every, they can't hang up. We're real calling them real people week. can't hang up. Like, when you're, no. when you're actual, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I used to work in a call center. You know. T-Mobile. Yeah, you're not allowed to hang up. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> What did he yell at you, though? Oh, he was just like, he, he I made a joke about how I was going to go over time because I had like five yeah. minutes more content that I could fit in if I went over time. Um, and I was like, well, well, Daniel's away. I guess I can play. And he was like, what's that? Like, comes out from behind the bar and yells at me. Huh. And... uh yeah, so I'm going to have to have a little conversation with the um, proprietor of said bar uh, about the behavior of this individual who I generally enjoy, genuinely. 
Were they kidding? Could they have been kidding? No, he he was just, it was his first time like bartending by Mm -hmm. himself on a Tuesday night and he was overwhelmed and he was bitchy with all my trans friends and he was talking shit about me and my show to other bar patrons. What? When I came up for a drink and I'm like, um, okay, are, are we cool? He's like, yeah, we're cool. Why wouldn't we be cool? How do you think you can uh, resolve this for the future? Oh, Oh it's uh, it's just going to be resolved by me being more assertive. Like, this is my show. This is my time. And if you motherfuckers want to make some money uh, on my sister's dollars and Mm -hmm. trust, we don't make very much because we're trans and very, very unemployed. Um, Something like uh, the unemployment rate of um, trans individuals is something like four times higher than that of the national average. Um, and I'm currently unemployed. I've been unemployed for a month because of my attitude. And you have a campaign going. A campaign. Something where people can oh, help yeah. you out. I mean, if you feel like it, um, you can just Venmo me. Venmo at Juno Tempest. Uh, that's J U N O T E M P E S T. Um, yeah, I put the pest in Tempest. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Help a sister out, all right? Yeah. Can you I, do that, I need, please? I need to pay rent. Rent's expensive in New York. We hear. Oh, by the way, any opinions expressed on Art Star Scene Radio are not necessarily the opinions of Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm supposed to say that every week. Yeah. And I remember to. Good job. Uh, yeah, we like to uh, help out. People who are uh, on the fringes or, or are vulnerable. Uh, Face Girl, I sent you an article about nursing homes. Mm-hmm. It's the first article that I sent you. And um, this will help people uh, who may have an elderly person that is uh, looking for, that needs extra care. Oh, God. Oh, and no. You read that article, please. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yes. Fucking trick me, you motherfucker. You cunt rag fucking whore bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love radio. <laughs> wow. Can we just talk about how much of a scam that woman works for? Like, oh my God. what is that? The best was that she didn't even deny it. She yeah. was just no, like, she okay, deny it it's for been a real, second. guys. Bye. Yeah, bye. Why did she not deny it? Because she knows it's the truth. But and, like. And what, what the fuck is she going to say? Yeah. Wow. I mean, she could have opened up about her real feelings about working for a fucking company that rips people off. When we do it again, put just the first knuckle in. Don't go with the whole fist to the Mm. elbow. Oh, next week. Let's see if they'll tell us they know that scam. Next week, I'm going to start out as the fat guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ben. My friends call me Big Ben. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, oh, I know what this is. I I did a lot of, I put a lot of big, big, Big Macs on my credit card. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm gonna like sexualize food a lot, uh, and Ooh, that'll keep make going. them uncomfortable. Oh, it'll make them so uncomfortable. Oh, by the way, folks. Uh, no, no, I'm looking for the, my fucking arms now. You know, terms, I'm looking at my arms now. Some, you the, fucking some of the terms that we used uh, that you can Google. Um, uh, Merkin. In case you didn't know them. Merkin, ape Wellington, Chazarding, muddy puppet, rosebud, pink socks. Those are all really, really dirty terms. Rusty trombone. Rusty trombone, yeah. Didn't you add space docking? 
I, oh, I forgot to do that. But I did. But I'm really glad that I did mention my, I'm, But I did. I am glad I mentioned my personal assistant and fluffer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah, I mean, well, that's just great. So many congratulations to you. <laughs> it was the same person, different voice. What were you saying? I mean, if you're going to have a personal assistant, isn't that kind of their job? <laughs> I mean, I whenever I've been a PA, that's been part of my duties. I cannot are, wait are, to are have enough money or, to hire okay. you. <laughs> All right. Good gig. I do need a gig. Oh, hire man. me. So do I. I also don't have a gig right now. All right, Catherine, please. Oh, God. I tried. I tried to get you off the scent. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but I was looking at my legs already. <laughs> Oh, God. Before you go to a nursing home, make sure it does not have scabies. Oh, good. Oh, scabies are terrible. Here is an arm with mites causing scabies. Photo. Shutterstock. When selecting a nursing home for a loved one, do not choose one with tiny little insects that can burrow, that fucking word again, (laughs) into your skin and lay eggs. Wonderful. Another fucking thing I hate. And poop, not pleasant, because burrow has already been played, the card, the burrow card. That's a good general rule. But how many people know to look out for scabies when choosing a nursing home? Mm-mm-mm. Recently, this place with a long name reported on an alive investigation that revealed how... A Georgian nursing home resident died after a scabies infection. Here's the segment. Are we playing it or no? We're not playing the segment. No, no, okay. not that. Since there's a pending lawsuit, not all of the details and evidence about the case are readily available. I've tried to reach out to the nursing home for further comment. Regardless of what really happened at this nursing home, this would not be the first report of scabies cases in a nursing home. Human scabies just doesn't sound good. Oh, human scabies. That doesn't sound good. They're not. <laughs> trust me. No. Results when an adult female human itch mite. No. <laughs> I love to make, I love to find articles that Fucking make her really uncomfortable. Oh, everything itches. Oh, yeah. Burrows yeah, into the top layer of your skin, otherwise known as the epidermis. There the mite can hang out, poop, and lay eggs. Fuck that mite. The eggs can then produce new mites. God, leading to more and more mites. Oh, fuck! In your skin. <laughs> I mean, you had to know there was not going to be just like one mite pooping in you no. and then it would end. Like it had to keep going. Ah. It couldn't just stop there. I thought this wasn't going to do it. I thought I was like, I got this. You I thought you were safe. I got this. Oh, we're hear, talking about shit. Do you want to hear my scabies story? Yes. 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 I once con- I once uh, got scabies because I slept on a friend's couch, and a bunch of people had slept on that couch that weekend. And all- oh no, it was uh, when I was locked out of my apartment <laughs> on Christmas. Oh no! Uh, during Christmas, because my That's roommate, a shitty gift. yeah, my roommate went out of the country without telling me. And this was in Germany, so going out of the country is like whatever. Yeah, it's but like going next door. Me. Yeah, but he didn't tell me. And yeah, fucking asshole. And so then I ended up with scabies. And because I didn't realize it until after I had slept over at my boyfriend's house, he got scabies. And Wait, so we had no. to go to the dermatologist oh. together. And I'm like, I am so sorry. And it took four and a half years for this man to break up with me. Aww. It took transsexuality after like, after like scabies and autism to get this man to break up with me. Wait, uh, what? Who's autistic? Me. 
Oh, I'm sorry to hear. Oh, why? Well, it's, you know... Uh, it's challenging it's, sometimes, yeah, but I, I can do math in my head and other people are like, oh my God, you're so lucky. I'm like, yeah, you're you're lucky that you can keep a job. What other autistic superpowers do you have? <laughs> uh, autistic superpowers? Yeah, like memory stuff, right? Like, yeah, I've, I'm synesthetic. Which one's that? Synesthesia oh. is like a melding of the senses. What what kind do you have? Um, it's it's mostly like, um, like the like sound and touch, sound and touch, like music, like sound. Sometimes it hurts physically, oh, like your ears. Yeah, well, um, I've seen somebody that like if somebody's laughing, it hurts. And yeah. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, um, there's that, and like just certain words, just feel gross are you um, able to say them or no uh i mean because for me burrowing is one burrowing. <laughs> just in these stories no it's mostly like when i'm really tired that it really comes out because i can't like focus mm-hmm. um but also like sometimes like colors and words or like i get i like i have really hardcore associative memory um, and sometimes photographic, but not really. Um, and like, I've got a good memory for like, uh, like my spatiotemporal memory is really great. So I can remember like times and places really well. Oh, wow. Depending. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I was talking about scabies though. No. <laughs> Are you good with names? <laughs> uh, I, no. <laughs> I tried. Scabies. So they like start burrowing under like the Mm-mm. skin in between your fingers. And like it really itches and you're just like, oh, no, can you fuck. see this? Like it's Feb- it's December. So maybe my skin's just dry. Nope. Nope. Then like next thing you know, it's like in between. Mm. Like they, they like the in between places because it's thinner skin and it's harder to get them out of. And then you have to put this like insecticide on your skin that is does it just hurt or can you see this um it doesn't hurt to put it on it doesn't really burn no but i mean like how would i know if they're how, how do i know well why don't you finish you reading that, that article you, would, you can see it'll, it'll, you it'll give a little you, thing like, little burrow it'll, it'll, give, like, you, little it'll give you more trails, information like little really? tunnels yeah why don't you finish the article face girl okay i don't think i have anything any no. sign of scabies no you would know if you <laughs> but everything is well, not necessarily if you'll continue to read we're turning the lights off because oh. I'm afraid of the dark. Yeah. So that's how she fucks with me. Yeah. Human scabies. Oh, no, no, I'm not reading that one. All right. I'm doing it. All right. Human scabies results when an adult female human itch might. No, no, no. No, I'm not going there again. Um, <laughs> Poopla eggs. Nope. Mm-mm-mm. Circle of mites. What the fuck? No. What the fuck? No. Circle of mites. <laughs> right? Like, rules us all. No. The eggs then produce new mites, leading to more and more mites. Good. That's where it was. Okay. Yeah, they fuck under your skin. No, that's okay. But everything else is gross. Each mite can live a couple months. Yeah. No. Why? <laughs> but they're so small. Why do they have to live so long? That's why they're hard to get rid of. Oh God! Everything itches. Each mite can live a couple months. That is the circle of mites. No, it gets better. No, it doesn't. It's kind of like the Face Lion King. Point. I think it gets better and then everyone it dies. It says that. It gets better. It gets better. Oh, my God. It even says that. That's like your favorite thing. Thank you, Dan Savage. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Uh, I can't. 
Oh yeah. no! Have you no. have you been reading the? I read no. hate read the the article he writes for AV Club every week where he gives life advice, and I want to be like, listen, AV Club, I get that you guys are idiots, but like, giving Dan Savage the ability to give anyone advice is just not the move. I I did like him for a time. I was a big uh, fan of Dan Savage until I transitioned, and then I realized, wow, he really does hate trans people. Yeah, I didn't know he, that. He's not. It's Who not just trans people being sensitive. He uh, has a syndicated um, sex advice column mm. out of Seattle. And yeah, I was a fan of his until just this moment. Yeah, no, he really, he really does um, kind of have a problem with trans people. Yep, and does not really hide it so much anymore. No, he, wow. Well, I mean, like he's been harassed so much. I can't exactly blame him. And like, there are trans people that I can't stand. Um, like so, any people, like any people, yeah. So, like the individual, I can understand, but like trans people, as you know, in general, mm-hmm. yeah, no. Dan, I used to be a faggot too. It's okay. It gets better. You know, <laughs> some someday when you're not such a transphobic fuck, trans people will leave you alone. It gets better. <laughs> Dan Savage. <laughs> yeah, he was the founder of the "It Gets Better" campaign. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was speaking with my friend Scott. Uh, I every for as part of my therapy, I go to the river, to the Hudson River at sunset, and uh, Scott has a routine of running at uh, the Hudson River. Now I used to go at the very end of the pier where there weren't any people around, but they took the benches away because they were doing some construction. So uh, I had gone with my girlfriend, and. Uh, since there weren't any benches, it said we sat uh, where people are jogging back and forth. And she's she's like, this is actually better because we can see the sunset and we can see hot girls' butts. She's bisexual. Yes. And I'm bisexual. So it worked out well. Anyway, I was Scott had said that he feels the bisexual community is still not really accepted. And tell me... It, if you feel this is correct or not, he's, he is of the opinion that the trans community has been accepted much more quickly than the bisexual community, which has been a thing much longer. What is your or anyone's opinion on that? As a bi person, like or bi or pan, I, I have some issues with the definitions of both, so I don't I don't identify generally as that way. But if you had to, that would be kind of my inclination. Not too many people have been killed for being on the bi pan side of things. A lot of people have been killed for being trans. Exactly. Exactly. That's why it's a much more trans rights are a much more important issue. Like, fuck who you want to fuck. No one's killing you for it these days. Um, well, that's not true. There are many places in the in in the world where if you are a man that has sex with a man, uh, a woman that has sex with a woman, your life is in danger. Okay, but that's talking about like queerness as a whole. We're talking about the different about the distinction. I think in the United States specifically between like bi and pan and that kind of schema. Sexual identity versus gender Gender identity. identity. Mm -hmm. Um, In the United States, uh, gender identity is. Uh, puts you much more at risk of violence and death than does sexuality and because bisexuality allows you to kind of like blend in um, it's not really that big an issue like 
I I have to recognize that I have passability, like I have passing privilege. Bi people need to realize that they have passing privilege. Oh yeah, there are there are trans sisters of mine who do not have passing privilege and get harassed like crazy every single day in this horrible, fucked up, amazing city that we live in. But I don't. Like, I rarely get harassed, and that's because I have passing privilege. But does that mean that I should, like, just take that privilege and roll with it and be like, well, I don't have that problem? No. Like, obviously, I do have those problems sometimes. So, like, I, I take that passing privilege, and I use it to try to help my trans sisters, you know, like, if someone wants to throw down, I'll throw down. Like, bitch, I don't care. I should have been dead at 16, but here I am at 31. Come at me, bro. Come at me. Let's see who leaves. Let's see who leaves. I, I, and not on a stretcher. And, and I wasn't sure if I agreed with him or not. Yeah. But I did think it was that you were the correct people to just... No. Begin a discussion about this. Yeah, bioerasure is an issue, but it's it's really like one of those problems that's not a problem because there are bigger problems. Yeah, I mean, and like, I, it's it's like it's like white people whining about like it's like white people whining about you know whatever white people whine about when <laughs> when they have money. I don't know. I called Catherine a couple of weeks ago. I had had maybe one or. 12 whiskeys. <laughs> um, Bottles. That not drinks. Like- not kidding. <laughs> and, um, oh, I almost brought my flask. I forgot it. Damn. And I, got one. It, I have one. If, if, would you like some whiskey? I haven't I, gotten a drink in the station yet. I would actually totally would. take you up on that. Sure. Yay. It is watered down. It's not completely whiskey. You know? Oh, yes. Thank you. But yeah, please enjoy. Um, and uh, I was talking about feeling excluded and um the the gay pride parade for example is a celebration now when it first started out it was a protest and i was part of that movement and what i think a well people that i've spoken to they didn't realize that when i was in that march we were not safe we were spat on people threw shit at us People called us names. It wasn't until we got to Christopher Street that it became a celebration. And I was thinking, you know, I I went through hell to fight for the rights uh, that so many people enjoy now. And yet at times I feel excluded from the very people that I fought to, uh, to, to help. And I'll give you an example that because I don't identify as non-binary, I would not be welcome on your show. Because I do not well because I do not identify as trans, I would not be welcome at your open mic. Now someone had mentioned to me, they said I think it might have been Catherine, it might have been someone else when I was talking about this. They they asked me, Well, did you help to fight were you on the front lines uh when when people were blocking abortion clinics? Were you there to help? And of course, the answer was yes. And they said, do you think that means you should be allowed in a woman's only meeting? And I, that made me think, you know, yeah, it's this 
it's it's a it's a complex issue, and I'm very curious about your opinions on this. I mean, let me be clear about something. You're welcome to listen to my radio show. I welcome all viewers, especially <laughs> no, no, those who will sponsor me as a guest because I like money and we pay dues. No, but as um, a guest, no. But to be okay, but to be fair, I. I'm I'm a, I'm a solo act. I work alone. Like I had uh, Tom, the sta- director of the station, in the studio with me because it was my first show and I had to have supervised. It's the first time I'd ever had anyone sit down and show with me, and I was so, Tom is incredible, but mm-hmm. I was so I was like, oh Nervous. my, like I'm being watched. Like for me, the reason that my radio show f- centers around femme and non-binary folks is because the anger that femme and non-binary and trans people, by the way, feel is not often. You wouldn't hear it if you tuned into Z100 or like even like a mainstream station that plays punk mm-hmm. music. And that's why I wanted to highlight femme and non-binary voices because I feel that that anger and what femme and non-binary people in punk have often expressed is something that people aren't hearing. And I want to use I want to use my time and my position and my privilege to share that as much as humanly possible. By the way, I do also want to say, listen, I also do want to point out, obviously, obviously not in any way or shape or form, like, to the extent that people of, like, non gender non-conforming and trans folks face. But, like, bi erasure is a thing in New York clubs. And it's, listen, but also, bi people are very lucky because generally they can walk out of there okay. But, like, I had, uh, I went to a drag show. And I, for those of you who can't see me, I'm very, I, I, I look very straight. Everyone has told me my whole life. Aggressively I look very, straight. Aggressively Whatever that straight. means. She said she looks aggressively straight. And I, had, I don't uh, know what it means. I had a drag race queen who I very much admired, who a famous queen who now tours the world on and makes a lot of money off being the one of the quote unquote inclusive, like hip quote, quote unquote woke queens. Oh my God. Who is she? Miss Cracker. Oh God! Oh yeah! Oh God! Well, she look, look. So what happened was I was at a, a it was at industry maybe or hardware, okay. one of those. And I, I, lo- I love free drinks. I'm broke, and I love Drag Race trivia. I've won many Drag Race trivia competitions. Drag Race like helped me come out, helped me identify, tell people I identified as ace, which was very difficult for me for a lot of years. Ace? Like, oh, on the asexual. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't believe I said that here. Anyway, so I was at this. <laughs> I was at this. Uh, I was at this club, and it was. And they were like, "Oh, like during the commercial breaks, we'll do like free drag race trivia. Like, and if you win, you get a drink." And so I raised. Like, they were like, "Raise your hand," and I like raised my hand, like half-heartedly, understanding that as like a cis woman, I didn't want to take up space, but also that I, you know, if someone were to pick me, I would like a free drink because I can't afford to buy alcohol. Yeah. So Fifi O'Hara, who's the other queen there. Of, uh whiskey if you'd like Ooh. <laughs> Fifi O'Hara is the other queen there who has always been lovely to me called me up on stage and mm-hmm. so and the question are you a Drag Race fan? Uh, I was mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, ta- we'll discuss I used to be oh, maybe after the show yeah okay. so yeah. they yeah. called me on stage so Fifi called me on stage and I like went up and I like and if you knew the qu- answer to the question you like you know tap the person uh, tap Fifi's hand so I tapped first and Miss Cracker was like oh, well, you know, it's Pride Month. Like, we shouldn't really be letting the straight girls, like, answer questions. And I was like, okay, one, you called me up. And I, I don't do well under high-pressure situations. I looked at her and I was like, I'm queer. Like, with this look of, like, horror and shock on my face because I was like... the white... Yeah. Yeah. Living in Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I listen, again... Rich I, white girl in, Har- in yeah. Harlem. Yeah. Rich white man in Harlem. And like, listen, again, I am a a quote unquote aggressively straight looking, but like that's and I understand 
obviously that drag race has caused a lot of people to come into queer spaces and take up space that they don't need to be taking up necessarily in an often aggressive and physically harmful and emotionally harmful way. But I was literally called up onto stage. I knew the answer to a question. I was a queer and I am a queer woman. I was like, oh, this is whack. And I was very embarrassed because there's this I'm sitting looking out on this room of like 90 to 100 mostly straight cis white men. Uh, sorry, gay cis white men. And I was like, oh, yikes. I should never have come here. And, and I never went back there. Yeah, yeah it, that's it why is, I don't is, like Drag Race. Yeah, and, and it is interesting, um, the shit that you're exposed to when, because I, I think I appear and fairly straight. No, I don't. <laughs> no, you look no. like a who's the, um, To the untrained like eye. To the untrained eye. Like the first moment I walked in, I'm like, I you bet he likes it, it up the butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody looks at you and thinks your butt is <laughs> but also, demure. But right. also, I okay. I do I do fuck a lot of cis dude ass in in Brooklyn and Manhattan, and they all look like you. And <laughs> no, like I just have it's like it's like gaydar, but it's like buttdar. I don't know. I don't know. It's like he likes it up the ass radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you can all right. tell. Yeah, it I mean, yeah. I, it's another I, part of the synesthesia. Yeah, when I, when yeah, I, that's <laughs> just part of my synesthesia. Yeah, I just can tell. It's like I have a fifth sense or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know who who all is a fan of Mean Girls. Yep, I am. <laughs> and yeah, Karen Smith, Karen Smith. Like, it's like I have a fifth sense or something. I can just tell when straight dudes like it up the butt. <laughs> Oh well, that's I'm not straight. <laughs> or I can tell when my dick is in there, but <laughs> to to complete the joke. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right because when I had my period of coming out, everyone was like, "Duh." Yeah, nobody's questioning. <laughs> they were like, we, "We all know." There's nothing we think you and, won't and, have sex with. But, but the thing is, like, I've always had girlfriends, and I've always been seen with girlfriends. Unfortunately, most likely due to uh, childhood sexual abuse from men, I don't uh, I don't have emotional bonds with men that I have sex with, and that's very unfortunate. Um, and it is great. I think I've mentioned this before. My girlfriend is into pegging. Uh, that's when you put on a strap on. So, like for the first time in my life, I can receive anal sex from someone I'm in love with, and I'm choking up a bit. Because that's that's a big thing, you know. That's a big mm-hmm. thing to go through your whole life enjoying a certain sexual act, but never with someone that you love. And to have that in my life right now, it's it's really wonderful. You're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, if you like what you're hearing and you want to support this show, we used to have a patron uh, who uh, was very generous, but who is no longer able to uh, pay for this show. So we honestly need your support. If you feel that we're doing something important, if anything we've done here touched you, if we've ever made you laugh, if you have something to spare, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, look for shows, look for Art Star Scene Radio, and there's a little sponsor button. There's a shortcut. You can go to RFB.NYC slash that's rfb.nyc slash ASS. As a 501c3, this is a tax deductible. Uh, you can take it off your taxes. So, you know, please uh, help us out. And uh, also, when you're at the Radio Free Brooklyn site, uh, you can download the app. That's absolute, absolutely free. So uh, please do those 
Bangs. Catherine has an amazing singing voice, and I have asked her to um, bring a song. Forgot you were doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I let I didn't let I let you. I, let, I go back to the scabies thing. Go, yeah, I, I let you out of that. No, it gets worse. I know it gets worse. I'll just tell so you about scabies later. And how do I know I don't have call. it? You don't. Oh, okay, good. Trust, trust, trust. So she's been on this show with me all these years, and um, I finally want to showcase one of her many talents. I'm not even like ready. Right. Sure, you are. No, I'm not. Could I ask her to sing for you? You what? Yeah. Ask her to sing. Knows what that. it's doing. You specifically. Uh, I get into so many arguments with Siri. My friend has her phone set to Spanish, so anytime, because she um, does her honors research in Cuba, and so she wants to up her Spanish game, which is already perfect, because she's, girl's perfect and brilliant at everything she does, because life is like that, and she, so whenever she has, turns on Siri, she has to go, oh yeah, Siri, in her, like, white girl from Maryland voice, and it kills me. So funny. Wait, what? Why does she have to do that? Because her phone is set to Spanish, so she has to to say, instead of saying, like, to turn on, yeah, you have to say, oh yeah, Siri. That's funny. It's very funny. Does she then have to do everything else in Spanish? I mean, her whole phone, all the language, all the text, all of it's in Spanish. Oh, okay. So it's not like she did it funny. She she actually no. speaks Spanish. Yeah. Are you, are you ready to go? Uh, it's here. I'd very much enjoy that. Oh, my God. And I think our mm. listeners would, too. This is so bizarre. I feel weird. This feels real weird. You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry You flow like a feather In a beautiful world I wish I was special You're so fucking special But I'm a creep I'm a weirdo What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here I don't care if it hurts I want to have control I want a perfect body I want a perfect soul I want you to notice When I'm not around You're so fucking special I wish I was special But I'm a creep I'm a widow What the hell am I doing here? 
Fucking special. I wish I was special, but I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. I don't belong here. Yay! Thank you. What inspired the feel? song choice? Oh, I, I I asked her to do that. Uh, she was she run she has she hosts some karaoke shows. Hosted, yeah. And um, and I heard her sing "Creep" at uh, and in the Bronx, yeah, in the Bronx, and I was like, holy. Fuck, <laughs> that was amazing, <laughs> and so I asked her to. Uh, the song choice was was mine, and he probably asked me to do this on air like two years ago, and it only happened today <laughs> for the first time. Happened. We did sing um with Richard Pryor Jr. a little, like we did Proud Mary together, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But mostly him, like he he's a really good singer. And I played my album, yes, which I which I have buried again <laughs> but i might revive ridiculous i know it's, in 20 years. it's such an amazing album it really is I, I recorded this album in 1992 and i uh shopped it around to a couple of uh labels and uh they weren't interested and then i did a, sh- a live show um this is all people from my college that were involved simon's rock all amazing musicians and the live show went really poorly because of me i just wasn't ready for it and so, in my mind, the album was crap. And in those days, you could make things go away. <laughs> and I and and so I buried it. And then I and then I remembered it. And I found a copy. And I made a digital. I had it changed into a digital format. And uh, and I played it on on this show, beginning to end. And and. Um, Catherine kept saying, "You're such a fucking idiot." If, <laughs> the you, had whole just, time. if you had just, you know, pushed this stuck thing a little it. bit longer, if you had just dumb. stuck with this and kept going, you'd have been a fucking rock star. And it was then, a bunch of shit before it happened. Yeah, and a bunch of music before it was. It was thing. yeah. It was really. It's an amazing album. And if you want to find it, uh, the you can go to nowhere. <laughs> of the it's the episode titled uh, "Here, Kitty, Kitty." I think. I think. On Art Star Scene You're Radio. not sure. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's episode number 97. <laughs> uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, having a loved one with addictions. Um, I don't know how many of you have experiences with this, but there are two people that I have in mind uh, when I wanted to bring up this subject. One is a very close friend of mine, um, who has taken steps to get help. I'm so happy about this. He or she is at a place called the Renfrew Center in Philadelphia, and he or she is really getting help there. So uh, it focuses mainly on people with eating disorders, but it also deals with addictions and uh, uh, familial relationships. He or she is thriving in that environment. So if you know someone with a problem... 
Uh, they do accept most insurance. It is the Ren Brew Center in Philadelphia. Um, and they have, they have a few centers uh, in other parts of the world. I had a girlfriend over, this was over 20 years ago, so she will not be, you're, you're never going to figure out who she is. But she had a heroin addiction. Because you've had a lot of girls. Because I've had a lot of girlfriends <laughs> with a lot of addictions. Yeah. You just picked one at random. <laughs> this and could describe most of them. I'm fairly certain that she was not doing heroin when we were together. Um, you can usually tell. You can see the signs. I'm not entirely sure. But after we broke up, she did start doing heroin again. She called me. Uh, she said, uh, uh Facebook, because we remain friends, and she's like, "Facebook, I'm, 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 I'm broke. I need forty dollars for groceries." And I said, uh, "Well, you know what? I'm going to. The, I'm just on my way to the store right now. Give me a list of things, and I'll pick them up for you." And that was the last time she called me for money, because it wasn't for groceries. Mm-hmm. I knew that. So, um, you know, there are ways that you can help people. Uh, it's best if people seek help for themselves, but um, you know clearly it's not a good idea to give someone with an addiction money because that's what they're going to spend it on. Have uh, anyone else here had experiences such as that or have advice? I was I was dating a uh, uh, a man of the law who had a heroin problem, and I didn't. He he came down from upstate to come visit me and I didn't know that we were going to score heroin and so then I was like well I guess I'm doing this Um, and it was just like I've had weirder transactions for weed Um, it was just the weirdest thing and then he went up into the into the bathroom at the bar we were at uh, uptown and shot up in the bathroom and then I was like okay um, and like I wanted him to shoot up in front of me just so that I knew that that's something I would never do. And then he stayed the night and like was trying to like get through it, but then needed needed his fix. And like he was like, "Well, where's the bathroom?" I'm like, "No, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna do it here in front of me, mm-hmm. so that you can guarantee that I never do that because wow. my life is pretty shitty." And that some like knowing how easy it is to get it, uh. <laughs> damn um so yeah that was that was my thing and i was also like yeah um you're not i'm not seeing you until you're clear of this Mm -hmm. i I can't i can't no i knew but i didn't know when he was coming down that that's part of purpose (laughs) like he wanted to come down and score some heroin and get fucked in the ass by me Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i'm not into that i i felt pretty used and um i'm better than that like no um and then also i used to be a hardcore alcoholic like i didn't i never drank at work that was the one line i drew but i would like basically drink from the moment i got home until i passed the fuck out and then get up go to work and rinse and repeat Mm -hmm. um and i don't know how much money I blew on alcohol back in the day. How did you overcome it? Um, I started on hormones and then like 
it became less necessary and also my tolerance went way down so now i can't drink that much i'm physically incapable of drinking myself stupid um yeah i end up feeling physically ill before i feel that drunk wow and is that a hormonal thing yeah like my, my my metabolism slowed down so like i just wow. couldn't deal with it anymore that's the, uh, amazing uh, thank you for being so open. Uh, we we both really appreciate uh, that you're very open and honest. Uh, this is stuff that we like for this show. Now, the Arbor Restaurant down the street from where I live, they have these elect they, their delivery people go on these electric bicycles. They go whizzing up and down the street. There's a fucking nursing home on the block. They almost knocked over my girlfriend. So we call them every now and then. I it's usually me pretending uh, I uh, as a what what's I forget what name I use, but I'm an elderly woman. This time it's going to be Catherine, and she's going to be my husband, and she's not going to hold back. Uh, so we're going to call them. This should be fun. Ah. Like they know. It's always the best time <laughs> every week. Let him have it, Catherine. Thanks for calling number. Yes, hello. I'm, I'm calling because the, 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 I was, my wife and I were trying to peg and then the, the, your bike man almost hit us. And he's riding on the sidewalk. The man, the one with the hat. Uh, it looks like a rusty, like a, like a dirty Sanchez kind of hat on his hat. With the, what, what color hat? Uh, I don't know, but it was a hat. And he almost hit us. And he shouldn't be riding his uh, bike like that. It looked like a Merkin. Yeah, it looked like a Merkin colored hat. You know? Oh, uh, let, let me let me see, cause it's it's no. you, you're you're sure it's our delivery. Yeah, right? yeah, you shouldn't be riding on the sidewalk. I was I almost dropped my rusty trombone and scuffed up my pink socks. Uh, I do apologize. I told them not to not to ride on the sidewalk on this the housing ones. I I told each one of them already. We were trying to peg. Yeah. You know, we only get to do that sometimes, and it yeah, really yeah, gets yeah. us out of the uh, mood. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you describe how he looks like? Because I, ha- I only have three different guides today. I don't want to uh, talk to a different oh, it wasn't guy, today. So. Oh. It wasn't today. Oh, they, they, they let us use the phones yeah. on the weekends. Yeah, other other times we're just entertaining ourselves, if you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I see lots of delivery go coming over, like lots of delivery person come to this area. Mm-hmm. That's not our delivery guy because I already told each one of them to not to, oh, like right on the sidewalk or if they can like uh, uh, just walk with the bike, not riding on on it, on this, this, uh, on this area. But... Uh, yeah, if, if 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 you know particular one or you take a picture of it... And oh, I'll definitely take a picture. Know. I mean, I usually just take pictures of my wife's scooch, you know what I mean? I mean, that's what I use my, yeah, yeah. my phone it's for, just, but... I think last time you called, I, I told, like, each individual one of them not to write on the, the this one. Yeah. There's 
still someone doing the same thing. I want to talk to them in particularly. So next time you can, uh, yeah, let me know which particular one. Because during the week I have six different guys. Today I only have three. Well, I'll keep it. I'll keep it in my my log. You know, I'll keep it in my log in the back of my log, my little jerk off log, and I'll make sure that uh, they're not doing it. And if they are, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll call you and I'll give them a rosebud. You know, myself. Yeah, yeah. Right after you see it, and just let me know. Call, 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 call us and let us know. Okay? Yeah. I'm about to just pull all the beads out like a lawnmower. You know, I don't want to get a peak sock. So if I could just call you back and that happens again, I will. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I do apologize. All right. That. I think I, I just prolapsed, you, so I'll call you, you back yeah, when I'm not prolapsing. Call, I, 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 yeah, I did talk, talk to each individual one of them and, yeah. uh, and have them be, be very careful. Yeah, it just hurts my heart, you know, more than anal leakage. You know, like, it really hurts my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me next time when you see I will. the situation. I'll definitely take a picture. I'll keep it in between all my wife's beautiful pictures. Of yeah, yeah, the us know, coach. okay? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh my god. I just realized what a pink sock was. Yeah, it's anal prolapse. That's what the leakage is about. Oh, is that it? I thought it was like a bloody condom. Oh, it could be. Oh, I missed a whole, there's like rainbow stuff, golden showers. Oh, I forgot to mention golden showers. We take those during the week. Yeah. We're, we have some structure. We finally have some structure to this show. Where Do we? we? I think so. <laughs> All we right. start with a with a crank call. We end with a crank call. We have some serious stuff in the middle. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> uh, wow. So anything that y'all need to plug, this would be the time to do it. We have other than your husbands, <laughs> Catherine. Uh, next Sunday, if you're not listening, to- thank you, thank you. Yeah. What is it? Fuck off. Shut up. Up, up yours. yours. Up yours, yeah. Like, you're I not didn't listening want to, to call it yours. fuck off, though. I, just, yeah. I thought that you might have. be... I should have, but then yeah. I would have explained to my grandparents. They tried to tune in last week. It's still up yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, but next Sunday at Bazaar, the doors open at 8 p.m. for Satanic Bingo. That's right. Bingo, burlesque, sideshow, tarot, and magic. Come check us out. And if you're not there, listen to my radio show. Yeah. Also done on every Saturday at 3. Coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn is Get Rich Quick with Josh Adol. Thank you, Face Girl. Thank you, Face Boy. Thank you, Juno. Thank you. Did you Thank- do plugs? Yes. Okay. Yes, Thank you, you Melissa. What? And tune in each and every Saturday at 7 p.m. That's myself. <laughs> live for Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn.